to Dose of Khadijah, the podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all things nursing, anesthesia, lifestyle, and fitness. I'm your host, Khadijah Lyons. Let's dive right into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Dose of Khadijah, the podcast. I'm super excited to be sitting down and chatting with you guys again. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's dive right in. This past week, I hit Instagram to ask you guys some episode topics you'd be interested in and a highly requested episode was financial planning for graduate school. So this week, we're going to talk about financial literacy and how to save for graduate school. Many of you know that I started CRNA school on May 5th, so I am wrapping up my second week. It's been a super hectic and busy two weeks, but I'm super blessed and excited that I got to start this journey. And I'm really, really grateful that I have this platform to kind of share with you guys what I'm going through and everything that it entails. So let's dive right in. As many of you know, I'm a first generation college graduate. Um, it was a really big goal of mine to be able to you know, graduate and actually continue my educational career. Um, I finished nursing school in December of 2017 and started my first position as a registered nurse in 2018. And I am attending graduate school now in 2020. So I wasn't really a nurse for a super long time. I know that can be scary financially when planning to go back to grad school. But for me, it was a personal decision to go back right away, even though, of course, if I would have worked longer, I could have made more money. But I kind of wanted to just knock out my educational goals as soon as I could so that I can move on really enjoy my life. I feel like right now, even though I was blessed with this opportunity and my admittance into CRNA school was a blessing, I do feel like there are some aspects of my life that are now on hold, but I'm okay with that because I know that there's give and takes to everything. And even though certain things are on hold right now, I'm preparing myself for a more stable future. So I wrote down four main factors into saving and planning for grad school. And the first one is simple. It's saving. So really, you have to decipher between the things that you need and the things you want. And what I mean by that is, yes, as a new nurse, you're making good money. You know, you're getting paid. You're picking up all these overtime shifts. You want to do all these things with your money. But for me, I knew from the very beginning I wanted to go to graduate school as quickly as possible, which only gave me about two years to maximize my income. So saving was essential for me. Um, If many of you don't know, CRNA school is a three-year doctorate program, and it requires that you be full-time and you cannot work. So whatever money you save is the money you live off of in addition to loans. You want to try to take out as minimal loans as possible because obviously you have to pay loans back and they develop interest over time. So it's really important to only borrow what you need. We're told that throughout our our entire collegiate career. Immediately once I got my nursing position, I made a budget list and I made a list of all the things that I had to pay, such as rent, my car insurance, my health insurance, you know, the essentials. And then I calculated how much money I brought home a month, deducted how much my bills were and whatever was left I saved right I put aside a little bit to play with obviously because I'm human I want to go out to lunch with my friends I wanted to enjoy certain things 
But there are things that I had to say no to because I wanted to, you know, secure my future. So the main part of really planning for graduate school is just saving. In addition to saving, I picked up over time whenever I could. Obviously, there was incentives, right? When you work in the ICU, there's critical pay if it's super short. So whenever there was an opportunity for me to pick up an extra shift, I tried to do that because I knew that I needed to maximize my income. So overtime shifts are really, really important. And I know that it can be physically taxing to pick up overtime sometimes. And, you know, it's not ideally what we want to do, but you kind of just have to put it in the back of your mind. Like I'm doing this for a purpose. I'm, you know, stretching myself physically for a purpose and you can always divvy up your days. You know, I never liked to do four or five in a row. So maybe I would work my three days for the week and then take a couple off and then do my two, but it really just depends on what is feasible for you. You know your body better than anyone else. So don't overextend yourself, but also there will be sacrifices that will have to be made. Another way to plan financially for grad school that I took very seriously is taking care of my credit. So any outstanding balances I had or any derogatory marks on my credit, I really tried to get those things removed. I tried to pay down all my loans that I could and just really focusing on managing my credit and having a healthy credit score because that's really important, especially for graduate school. A lot of your loans are credit-based, so you want to make sure that your credit is optimal. So for me, I spent the two years of my nursing career making sure that I did whatever I could to really have my credit in a healthy place. And even now, I monitor my credit weekly. I have Credit Karma. That's a free app that you can create an online portal on and also have on your phone, and it sends you alerts and updates. And it's really convenient for me. So I think that is something everyone should really take care of. For me, financial literacy was not something I learned as a child. It is something I had to learn pretty much within the last couple of years of being an adult. And it was really difficult for me at first, but I realized how important it is and how essential it is. You know, our credit is with us forever. It'll be there when we buy our first homes, when we have children. So it's really important to take care of your credit. And you don't have to be rich to do that. You just have to be cognizant of your things. The main factor in having a healthy credit is paying things on time. So you need to make sure that you're paying everything on time. Another aspect of financial planning for grad school for me was maximizing my income. So we talked a little bit about that when I said I picked up overtime as much as I could. Another thing I decided to do that if you guys follow me on Instagram, you can see is I decided to travel nurse. So for many travel nurse opportunities, you had to have about two years of experience. I didn't meet the two years of experience, but luckily I did take my first travel contract. I think I had been a nurse for about 19 months. And obviously with travel contracts, you know, they're normally 13 weeks and you're paid at a premium, right? Because you're uh, contracted by an outside corporation to go into a hospital that's normally pretty short staffed. So I think travel nursing is a really great way to not only make more money, but to develop your skill set, learn a new environment, see how things are done differently, um, meet new nurses and physicians and care teams, learn a different charting system. It's a great way to develop 
yourself as a nurse, not only from a financial aspect. And then I also, once that contract was finished up, I took a crisis contract in New York City uh, for COVID, and that had um, great financial benefits for me. And even though it was physically taxing, I was required to work pretty much 21 days in a row. I kind of put in the back of my head, like, you know what, this opportunity is such a blessing. I'm about to be unemployed for three years. So even though it's emotionally and physically taxing, This is another great way for me to maximize my income and help secure my future for the next three years. And I'm just really grateful that that opportunity came because it was not planned. You know, it was very abrupt, actually. I think I got the opportunity on a Monday and by Thursday morning, I was in New York City. And then by Saturday night, I was working my first shift. So it happened very quickly. Um, but I'm, I'm really grateful. And not only was the financial aspect of that rewarding, but also I definitely developed my skill set as a nurse there. It was very much a high acuity situation, high intensity. There were other nurses from all around the world that were extremely skilled. So it was an honor to work alongside of them and kind of take from them things that I didn't know. It was just a great opportunity. Uh, If I could do it again, I would. If I could have stayed longer, I would have as well. But of course, I had to prepare myself to start CRNA school. And I was currently living in Atlanta and I had to move for CRNA school. So I had to just plan a whole bunch of different things. So I couldn't stay in New York, but it was an amazing opportunity and I'm really, really grateful for that. So just to do a little concept check, (laughs) I got that from um, my last few weeks in grad school. We'll hit the key points again. So the main points for financial literacy and planning for grad school are one, you need to be able to save and decipher between things you need and things that you want. Um, Two, Try to pick up overtime shifts, learning how and when to say no to ensure your future. You might have to turn down a brunch or a birthday party or a vacation if that means that you can make more money and save for your long-term goals. Three, taking care of your credit, making sure you maintain a healthy credit score. You're paying your bills on time. Um, You're not going crazy with the credit cards. And four, maximizing your income with opportunities such as travel nursing. These are some of the things that I did to maximize my income as I prepared for CRNA school. And I believe they put me in a very great place. I'm extremely fortunate. I know that a lot of people don't have the opportunities that I was given, and I don't take that for granted at all. Um, I loved the topics you guys sent in to me for Instagram about the episode ideas. I got so many responses and I hope to work through those in the next few weeks. You guys know that you can catch me daily on Instagram at Khadijah Lyons. So feel free to hit me up on there at any time. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This concludes today's episode. Once again, I'm your host, Khadijah Lyons. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in weekly. You can also follow me on Instagram at Khadijah Lyons to keep up with my day-to-day. Talk to you guys soon.